Hello, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, the one and only Charlie Brown, and we are about to go take another trip on a plane, on a train, in a boat, with a toke, with a tope, a tope, like one of those things you put stuff in. Anyway, I'm going to let my co-pilot go ahead and introduce himself. That's that's how you okay. Well, that's it. That's why you're not gonna like say nah, your name. Uh, I'm your jester, also known as Chuck Jordan. Chuck Jordan, everything at Chuck Jordan, Chuck B. Jordan, Instagram. Uh, Jim and I are here. Ready to go. Maybe I should start saying this. If you if you're listening to this, if you can hear the sound of my voice, press the subscribe button. Subscribe Any- now. Anywhere you're listening to this, whether and, it's, and if you if you think I should be a regular guest on the show, hit the like button. You already are. You were a co-pilot. If you're just a guest, I'll say guest. But you were a co-pilot. You're part of the team. That's the way it works. If I need to be on more, if you feel like I need to be on more episodes, hit the like button. I'm trying to get them to hit the like button. They like me, so they're gonna hit the like button. Oh yeah, we do have a like button hit the too. Like button. I forgot about that. Hit the like button. Anyway, we're gonna jump right into this, or walk into it, segue into it, whatever. Let's um, know right now. He actually pointed in the direction where the like button would be when he said, hit the like button. <laughs> and he pointed down. It was like, oh, yeah, it's over here. Hit the like button. And they can't see, they see can't, me at they can't all. They can't tell them that you did it. So that was ridiculous. Oh, man. <clears throat> anyway, uh, over the last year, I've I've started to notice a pattern. Happy Black History Month. Ex- oh, man, yeah, it is Black History Month. Hey, I didn't forget. People forgot this year. That's- Do I... Like, I put up, I, I probably mentioned, like, one thing, and that was the only Robert Townsend. Because I love that man. Robert Townsend is, like, my hero. Like, he, everything that he's done in the industry, I'm like, oh, man. Meteor I, Man. Five Heartbeats. Five Heartbeats. Hollywood Shuffle. The Shuffle. <laughs> man. Anyway. um, the, the, the What is it? The Parenthood? Oh, dude. Yes. Forgot he had a TV show, didn't he? Man. No, I didn't forget about it, because I, I, you can actually watch that still. I got it on DVD anyway, so you know, whatever. But um, I don't mean whatever. But what I'm saying is, I own it on DVD. I slid right in there, like like slide into a DM. That's anyway. What I've noticed, what I've come to notice over the last year, and and, and as you just mentioned, this Black History Month, so it's a good opportunity to bring this up. But I've noticed that when a black man or a black woman, but mostly it's black man. When they're a celebrity or they have any type of like like fame, fortune, or status, when they pass away or they die or something happens in their life, that follows them around even if they're proven innocent or no, if they didn't do anything wrong. Right. Exactly. That's that's another reason why this is coming up because of the whole situation with Kobe Bryant. Man, I ain't gonna lie, I cried. Dude, a lot. When the the craziest thing about Kobe Bryant is like when like I knew. He was doing a lot, like, in his life. Like, I knew, like, he, you know. But to see how many people he's actually touched, where it's like, he he meant something in their lives and stuff. Like, I was like, man, it's crazy. The worst part is, I actually start, because my daughter plays basketball. But me and her started watching his daughter due to the fact that, you know, my daughter played. And she was like, ooh. Right. You know, she plays. And that was my way to com- connect my own daughter with, as far as basketball goes, because... It wasn't just like me lecturing no more. It was we had a common person we can talk to. You know, it was like, oh well, Kobe's teaching his daughter this, and I'm like, well, yeah, because Kobe was this. He's teaching his daughter this. You should, you should, you know, blah. And, you know, she used to always say, you know, she was gonna either play with her or play against her, but I ain't laughing no more. That's sad. Man. And I, like I said, I was actually like, I, not because just because I have a daughter, but his daughter made me what was like Jesus. I was like, man, I was like. Told, told Kobe straight up, was like, you don't need a son, I got you. Like, I'm here. And then for her to pass away with him, it was, I mean, on one hand, it was like, it was beautiful, because, you know, 
but my whole thing is like I I can't imagine how the rest of the family feels. Like man. I, man, his wife she be writing stuff on Facebook and you can tell that she just. I try not to. I try not to follow it though. I mean, man, I'm on like, Facebook, Instagram, but she's on Instagram. She she was like to my best friend Kobe, to my my baby Gianna. You know, she's like. I personally would have like you know like, I know she's grieving and I know she hurt, but. Somebody needs to just take the phone away from her. Like you, you need to heal. Like I know you're trying to let people know that you're okay, but it it, it just makes people more sad. You know that, right? That you're going through it, man. But the 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 thing is, like, um, after it happened, it wasn't even a a hot week. It wasn't even a. Matter of fact, we will start off first with TMZ. How TMZ leaked the story they they were so eager to be the first ones out that they leaked the story and that's how his wife and his rest of his family found out from tmz yeah that was bullshit i'm like look i know that your job is to try to you know put out information and news out there but you should have waited on that man like come on like that's ridiculous like literally the day of like hours later i don't even think it was hours later Y'all just jump out there with the story. Like, you don't think how hurtful that could be? Finding out like that on the news? Man, all I know is Uncle Snoop called Gail. Uh, um, wait, wait. Hold on, we're, we're not there yet. yet. We're not there yet? Okay. <laughs> not there yet. I'm, I'm building up to it. I'm jumping ahead, but I'm there. telling you, when Uncle Snoop said what he said, <laughs> which we gonna get to, there was a, there's I have an actress. not laughed harder in my life. There's an actress on the show called Westworld, and um, she it's like Evan Rachel Wood or something like that. I can't remember exactly what her name is, but she put up a tweet, and everybody went at her, and she's talking about how he was a basketball legend, and he was a rapist, and all those things can be the truth at this or be true at the same time. I'm like, okay, now I know we live in this, this sugar bubblegum world where. People don't understand certain things, but the case was dismissed and thrown out because there wasn't enough evidence to prove him guilty. It's not like he paid her off like most people with celebrities do. Well, they paid her off, so we don't know if it's no. He was found innocent from lack of proof. Plus, the girl didn't even show up to court. Right. But the, the thing with that tweet what it what it made me realize is that there I never thought I would say this, but the whole idea of people saying that they're they're uh, social justice warriors and stuff like that, they need to sit. What well, I don't like to cuss either, but they need to sit with what we like to call the fuck down because they're not helping any situation at all. Because her thing was to come out and say, well, yeah, he was a rapist, okay, but me in the meantime, and going by what you're saying, you hang out with people that are rapists too. You hung out with Harvey Weinstein. You hung out with um uh uh Get him. the what was the guy name um the director with, who married his like his uh, adopted daughter. Get him. But it's like you hang you hung out with people who are in trouble and who are being accused of the exact same thing that he was accused of. However, the only difference is he was found innocent. But you want to bring that up, talk about some mistruth. Well, you don't understand what truth is because if you're found innocent, then you can't say he's a rapist because he's of his innocence. He was proven innocent according to the justice. Well, I know you don't understand how the justice system works, so we'll move on from you. So then you move on to uh, the one comedian who came out and said that some days is, is not a good day. And, this, and I quote, he said, today was a good day because a bad person got theirs. And then he said that he was happy that Kobe was dead because he was a rapist. Again, he was found innocent. It's but you're happy that a plane went down with not only him in it, but his daughter. So you obviously didn't think about that before you even said that statement. So we I mean, that's, that's the problem with a lot of people. They don't think before they speak. Exactly. They just spew out bullshit and then oh damn, I'm cussing too much. <laughs> they just spew out bullshit and just act like it's truth just because of their like my whole thing is that is your opinion your opinion of the man is he was whatever you want him to believe 
the truth of the matter, though, is he was an innocent man who was just trying to do and live every day and try to change the world. Yeah, literally. Like, that was his mission was every day I want to do something that's going to affect something. You you know what it was that got me after his death? I watched it, and I man, I was like, oh, this is too much. Like, I felt like I got punched in the face. Like, I was like, oh. When he said, I was like, why was he flying the helicopter anyway? But then the interview that came out way before that said that he was flying the helicopter because he was tired of missing opportunities to spend time and see his children. Yeah. So he started flying on a helicopter to avoid the traffic so that he could always be there for his children, so he could make sure he was picking them up and stuff like that. Yeah, he was like, because I can sit there in traffic for a couple hours in the L.A. traffic and not be able to see my daughters. Or, 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 for those who, who was against him, or, or, I can save time and be here with my family, eat dinner, and still make it to the stadium or wherever I got to go within 15, 20 minutes. Right. Just by flying over the whole traffic. I'm like, dude, because I was just thinking about that, like, when they, when, when, uh, where I work at. They, when they switched our schedule and stuff, and beforehand, I was able to take my son to school, pick him up from school, sit down with him and do his homework with him, and then go to work. But now it's like I'm, I'm able, I'm, I go to work before him, before he goes to school. So now I'm, I'm able to come home and have dinner with him. But it's like, man, I miss that taking him to school. I miss that picking him up from school. I miss that. Hey, man, come on, it's time to do your homework. I miss that. So I can imagine how he felt when he was like, you know what? I don't want to miss those times and those opportunities. And as a father, as a black father, those opportunities, you know, you want to hold on to them as, as long as you can. Man, now we can talk Man. about your boy Snoop. Now, Uncle Snoop. <laughs> now, I've actually figured out the whole story. They said that she got mad at the network because they didn't air out the full thing. They only aired out that little clip. And she was like, if all I saw was that little clip, I'd be mad at me too. Okay. She was like, as a black woman. She was like, not even just, she was like, just the fact that I am black. She was like, contrary to popular belief, I'm still black. And I would be mad at that clip. The network was like, well, it makes it for good TV. But Uncle Snoop was like, yeah, you raggedy. I forgot what he all said. I'm about to see if I can find a clip. Because I know I about died when he said it. While you find that clip, I'm going to say this. Uh, the thing is, I'm tired of people's apologies now because I know that their apologies are, are I got to cuss again, or bullshit. Evan Rachel Wood apologized, saying that, well, I was just trying to state a fact. No, no, you weren't. Then that comedian apologized, was like, well, I was telling a joke. Well, obviously, you don't know how tone works. And then uh, Gail apologized. Okay, but you apologize, but you're not apologizing for what you did because what you did was wrong. And because you tried to push, you were pushing a narrative, and you were pushing the situation. Because even after Lisa said, "Nah, nah, it wasn't like that," what she say after that? Well, you wouldn't know. What? What? So now you push, you're still pushing the situation, and then she had the nerve and that apology to say, and then Lisa handled it very well and said, "You know what? We're not going to talk about this anymore." Yeah, because you're a fucking idiot. Like, why are you still talking about that? She just lost her friend. Not only that, family members are watching that show, are watching your show. So I I put her in the same category with uh, Oprah Winfrey. I don't, I don't, I, and I said this one time, I said, I think that some people, they're afraid of their blackness, so they try to separate themselves from their blackness. And I think that's what Oprah and Gail does. And I mean, there's other people that do this, do this like Carson, Carson, uh, Carson, um, Ben Carson, like Ben Carson. I don't think that they want to be black. I think that in their mind, they're like, well, I'm not black, I'm better than that. I'm me, this is who I am. Like OJ, I'm not black, I'm OJ. Well, okay, you are an individual, but you're still black. And I think that's how it is with Oprah and Gail. I mean, that's how I feel. 
I don't know if anybody else feel like that because what Oprah, what Oprah did with Michael, that was some bull. That was messed up. Yeah. But then you didn't see her say that they were going to do a video on Harvey Weinstein, but they want to do one. Now they want to do one on Russell Simmons, and then they canceled it when she got all that, all that flack for it. Yeah, because what you're doing is wrong. If you're going to put out information, especially in the era of the Me Too movement, about about people in, 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 in the industry that are rapists, Matter of fact, do a video on people that are rapists and pedophiles that are in the industry. If they're accused of it or they're about to come on trial, cool. Do a video on it. But not just the black ones. The white ones, too. Make it fair. But that's the problem with America. It's not fair. And that's why I wanted to, have this, I wanted to talk about this because it seemed like no matter what you do, as a as a black man or or woman, women get it too. But black no matter what you do, huh? Black women get it worse. Right. But it just seems like no matter what you do, you make a mistake or something happens, and you're human. It happens. That crap follows you around, and they're they're automatically condemning. And they're oh, you're bad. You're this. You're that. No matter what happens, people still bring up Jay Z's past. People still brings up Ti's past. Why are you bringing that up? Look at the person he is now. Look at the people that he's helped. Or both of them. The people that they help. The people that they're continuing to help. The things that they're doing. Okay? With their business and stuff. Okay? But, no. He used to sell drugs. Okay? There's a lot of people that used to do bad things. There's people, there's, there's, there's Congress people who used to do inappropriate things and bad things and hurt people. Facts. But, we're not bringing that stuff up. The president of the United States right now was just impeached by the House. And then the people who had the opportunity to impeach him in the, in the Senate said, well, we're not going to we're going to have a trial, but we're not going to bring up any witnesses or evidence. Well, then it's not a trial, then, is it? So why don't we bring that stuff up? But but you much rather talk about Michael Jackson and R. Kelly and. Now, even even though our uh, Kelly thing is different, but <laughs> but what I'm saying is, all right, look, we, we 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 can win one. We're not winning them all, right? right. Just slowly back away, walk away. I'm trying to I'm trying to creep back away from that one. I'm trying yeah, to. You, you, I feel you was going with it. I don't even know how his name even slipped out like that. I how his name even slip out. Man, we some of them. We can't win all of them, man. Like, some, <laughs> some shit we just wrong for, and that was one of them. Right. Well, OJ too. That that. Yeah. yeah. All right. Look, I'm not resp- I'm not responsible for OJ because uh, I don't know if anybody watched Dave Chappelle back in the day. White people took him. Um, oh yeah, with that draft pick. Oh yeah, exactly. yeah. White people have claimed OJ. Yeah, that was that trade. We got that trade. We got that trade. Would you know that that also brings up uh, Jesse? <laughs> oh, fuck. But here's the problem with Jesse, though. He lied. Yeah, we know he lied. He lied on his and own dick. Now, now, here's the thing. <coughs> people might bring he lies up. On their own dick. People might bring up what happened. Uh, Jesse Smollett. What our our very first show of Run of Time, we talked about Jesse about Smollett. Juicy, juicy, juicy Smollett. <laughs> What's he's, he Pill? He's not just friends. He's I heard that juicy. Juicy Smollett. Like, what? You never heard of him? Juicy, Juicy Smollett. Juicy Smollett. <laughs> but my thing is, like, they're bringing the charges. So they're trying to bring back uh, charges on Jesse again. Uh, or Juicy. <laughs> again. Juicy and so I said to someone the other day, they said, well, yeah. <coughs> Excuse me. He said, yeah, well, they should bring up. The charges, and he should he should go to prison for three years. I said, but the the president broke the law too, so shouldn't he get in trouble too? Well, it's not the same thing. Well, well, a crime is a crime, right? Last time I checked, a crime is a crime. So if I walk into a bank and I rob the bank, they're not gonna just let me go with a smack on the wrist, right? No. no okay. Right. That's what I'm saying. A crime is a crime. So if he committed a crime. Then why are the crimes not equal to what they should be? Like, if you committed a crime, you should do the time. So, okay. All right. So, that means that... This is America. It don't work <laughs> like that, boy. 
I mean, that's clearly obvious. And there, and, there, and there's obviously people that are like, well, well, yeah, well, why were you okay with it before when uh, when the whole thing went down, whatever, and you didn't believe the police? I'm like, because it's Chicago. The Chicago Police Department is trash. With everything, all the evidence and all the facts that we have about the Chicago, the Chicago Police, you think I'm going to believe anything they say? If I walked outside and it was actually raining and a police officer in Chicago told me it was raining, I'm going to look at him like he's full of shit. Because there's no way I'm going to believe with all, all the stuff that they've done in Chicago. Bruh, I'm not, I'm, look, I'm not that crazy of a person, okay? I mean, I still believe that there's only two sexual positions. But other than that, I'm not. Well, by the way, I think you're losing it, Dad. No, all the, all, all my fans. Are gonna stick you around. They're gonna say that Charlie's right, and they're gonna put that red balloon on there. Oh, the it balloon. <laughs> the, right, because I'm I'm telling the truth. In it, there you go. There's gonna be a red balloon. Yeah, people know the truth that you know there there are lots of sexual positions. Just like getting rolled is a thing. No, it's not. You no, keep not. saying it's not. It is. Women like to climb on top and be in control. No, they, no, they don't. Well, we're segueing again. But Wait, no, I got this is a good segue. <laughs> this is a good segue. Because we can't have too serious of a tone and they won't listen. We got to have some jokes in here somewhere. Well, no, I was about to jump. I was about to, because it's Black History Month. We were going to. Oh, yeah, we are staying serious for Black History Month. Yeah, yeah, so. Praise Black Jesus. You Middle Eastern Jesus? Or, wait, what? It's. Same thing, right? How do you interpret it? Praise black Jesus. No, well, basically what you're saying is you do you. Yeah. Okay, so this is what we're going to do, okay? We're going to say five five um, names in black history. You say five, I say five. That we're thankful for. That the person exists, whatever they did, you know. But we're thankful for what they did that, that they contribute to black, you know, to the history of, you know, to our legacy. Um, by legacy, and I'm saying ours, is the chocolate man's legacy, the chocolate woman's legacy. So you I got to use man. the internet to find out their names, exactly. <laughs> Wait, what? Because I don't know their names. <laughs> you want me to just jump in with the first one? Go ahead. So we're going to go back and forth. So, all right, my first one is Robert Townsend. That man's my hero. Like, like legit. Like, he, I, the very first like movie that I remember saying that I need to watch this over and over and over and over again was probably hands down five heartbeats. Alright, well I thought we was going like old school. Thank God I got those people now. Um mine's is uh the one, the only I'm gonna make you do what it do, baby. Ray Charles. Oh good one. Cause Ray uh musically my grandma put me on Ray Charles as a young man because she played the piano. Our, uh, rest in peace, Shirley. My grandma Shirley, rest in peace. But she used to play Ray Charles. And now, if it wasn't gospel, it wasn't allowed in the household. But she would slide in some Ray once in a while because it sounded like gospel. And that's when I learned that music is blended. It, it, it's not just one thing. You can take right. a of everything and put it together. And Ray taught me that. So shout out to Ray Charles. That's true. Actually, I heard that that he was one of the first artists ever to own his own, all of his own mas- masters. Yeah, he didn't get fucked around either. Right, because I and that can, he's not, one that blind man can see. <laughs> right, oh. he knew what was going on. <laughs> I think you know what I think. I, that's why I like that scene in the movie. You remember in, in, in Ray where he walked in and he fell down, and when he's a child, he fell down, and his mom, mom sat there, and he, he started discovering stuff, you know, around him and stuff like that. It was like. It's like she was like, yeah. She basically helped him <clears throat> know, like, I can't hold your hand, you know, because yeah. this world is is is, is cruel. And the world is messed up. You need to be able to do. It. And then when you see him later in life and all the stuff he accomplished, you're like, man, just that one incident, that one thing that happened was like, that's so powerful. That's crazy. All right, see your pick, <clears throat> Muhammad Ali. Now, not because of the boxing, because he was amazing when it came to the boxing. The, like a butterfly. 
Sting like a bee. Man, the Muhammad Ali when he would his his interviews. Matter of fact, there's a there's an interview. Um, I'm actually gonna post it on my on my uh, on my Facebook and my Twitter. I've watched the interview all the time. And in the interview, he was saying he was talking about how um, uh, the 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 person was asking him about him not going to the military, and he was saying, "Why would I go and kill a man that's never called me the N word? That's never looked down on me? That's never did anything disrespectful to me? Why am I killing that man for someone who won't even sit next to me? That makes no sense. I'm fighting your war." He said, if in that case, then you can just come and take me to jail because I'm not going. And I, when you look back on the, the things that black people went through at that time period, it's like they would walk, they would go to the military and they would like even like during like uh, what was World War Two and um, they would go and they would fight. But they was they still couldn't bunk. With the other, with the with the with the white with white people, they still couldn't, you know, uh, eat food with them and do other things with them. And it's like they were separate. They even had their own separate units. That's why that when you watch the the one, um, I think it was Spike, it was Spike Lee movie, uh, Saint Annas or Saint Saint, I can't remember exactly what it was called, but they they were their own separate unit. They put those black people in their own separate unit. Yeah, it's like you had the Tuskegee Airmen. You had the Alabama something. But it's just the thought of that, like, dude, we're, we're literally dying over the same thing right now, right? But I still, I'm still not respected? Like, that doesn't make sense. Yeah, go go fight for this country that don't, don't even want you to be here. Right. But regardless of the fact, I'm going to go next. Uh, I'm going to go with uh, Charles Barkley. Just because he always stood up for activism and doesn't believe in anybody should be... Uh, be talked down or be, be ridiculed for, for something that they like. For example, he stands up for the gay community. He stands up for, for black communities. He stands up for anything that, that goes against anybody trying to just just create equality. He believes in equality and he believes in no no group or no person should feel like they're they're not belonged here. And you know what else he's done? He sat down with that crazy white dude and had one of the greatest interviews I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> oh, Charles, Charles, Charles Barkley. <laughs> I was waiting for in that interview for just Charles to just bust off and just go, man, I, this guy's a knucklehead. I can't. He, he's a knucklehead. That's, I can't talk to this man. He's a knucklehead. Oh, man. But no, I put, it, I put Charles Barkley. Sir Charles. All right, it's it's wait what what number what number am I on three? Three. All right, I'm gonna go with Mayor Evers, the the civil rights one of the civil rights leaders. Man, the when I, when it comes to him, I always think to myself, what would have happened if he wasn't shot? If he wasn't killed, like what, where would he have been? You know what 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 larger impact would he have made? Because because. There's a lot of people that, that hear his name and they're like, oh, I don't know who that guy is. Uh, as, as a matter of fact, I'm going to post pictures of each person on my Facebook, uh, Charlie Brown, and also on Around the Town on Facebook and on my Instagram at uh, Charlie Brown and at Around the Town on Twitter. Uh, matter of fact, even Snapchat, I'm going to post these pictures up so you guys can go on there and get their names and, and so you can look up Google. Google's easy. Google's easy. Google's easy. <clears throat> but yeah, you can go. He made one of the greatest movies ever known to man. So I put in if you didn't have a Robert, you could have a Spike Lee. Without Spike Lee, Dude. you could have a Robert. Spike uh, Spike Lee was actually my number one and you just Throw it in Spike the Lee. Man Sp- uh, You know what I realized about Spike Lee and more better blue. I was just watching a special with Spike Lee, and the thing is, I know it's Black History Month. We're trying to uplift, but I don't like Tyler Perry. Tyler, when Spike Lee said that Tyler Perry is like he's setting us back, and like taking us back to like the whole menstrual days and stuff, I'm like, I can believe that because Tyler Perry, he he's not trying. He's only trying to make movies 
for the people that he knows is going to watch his movies. For his particular fan base. Spike Lee, on the other hand, is putting out art. Like, you watch his movies and you would be like, this, like, this man isn't making a movie. He's making art. Like, this, like... Uh, I'm not going to discredit Tyler Perry because I'm one of those guys who like his movies. So, we should leave that there. Well, no, what, hear, hear me out. Because, like, I like I liked the stage plays growing up. Uh, right. Because I was a church kid, so the jokes that he was using, I liked. Right. And then his, now, I will say his actual movie interpretations of the stage plays... I prefer the stage plays. Exactly. I didn't really like the movies as much. I like the stage plays. But the stuff he's doing now where he's bought that, uh, the, uh, the old, uh, what is this? Silver Rage the, thing? The old pla- the plantation that he old bought. old plantation and turned into a uh, damn studio and named it after all black excellence. I, I, I can't say nothing bad about it no more. Right, which... Tyler Perry. My only problem with that is that he has... my top ten, but... He has all those resources at his disposal. And my thing is when it came down to when all when the information started coming out about how he had black writers and stuff, but then he fired all the black writers and all the information that came out because of that and stuff like that, that's when I started to look back and go, Okay man, what hell on? What are you doing exactly? Alright, so no, he um he I don't wanna say he didn't fire him, but he fired him for the movies he was making. They're still hired within the studio. Well, I know that. But I'm talk- no, I'm talking about writers. the ones that he had when um, when he was doing uh, Meet the Browns and, and uh, House of Pain. Yeah, I'm saying. He, right. He felt as if the direction wasn't his own no more. Like, and that's he envisioned the... it. See? <laughs> but I, I'm, I'm the same way with my, my movie. I've done compilation projects with people. Mm-hmm. And I've literally kicked people off songs because... I would tell you something to write about. And they'll just write what they wanted to write. I asked you to do a job. Like, I envisioned this to be a certain way. This whole project came from my imagination. Now, we sat down and we created something, such as Rockstar Games, and you start taking over and pushing me to the back, and we created it? Not going to have an issue. But Tyler came up with the show. He wrote the first two series. Then he hired writers because he felt as if he was too swamped. And then the show took a whole different direction. He didn't like it. So he kept him as part of the studio. He just fired him from the show because he was like, I'm, I want to write it myself because I know where I wanted the characters to go. I want to know where I wanted them to develop. Y'all developing them a whole different way. Like, what happened to Janine fighting this addiction? She's supposed to, like, you, you just don't just deal with crack cocaine and then all of a sudden you're just a perfect loving mother. Right. Like, that's where they took it. They just right. like, act like she was never addicted to shit, and all of a sudden she's having twins, and she's she's happily with her husband. So she's have, not having no 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 regresses, no back things, nothing. Well, see, I stopped watching the show. I'm saying, but I'm saying, right. I watched the show, and you would oh, no, but I, I know what you're saying. saying yeah, shit, when he was writing it, and how everybody had their own little pivotal points, mm-hmm. and then when they got a whole different writing staff. Everybody's lives just seem to get better just because it's TV life. So no, it, was, it wasn't it. actually any, any progressing in the characters, what you're saying? Yeah, all the, all, all the characters was like, okay, we're happy now. Where, where's the trauma? What happened to Calvin and, and, and Curtis's beef? And the beef is really just, he's a mama's boy and he's spoiled. And although he's my son too, I can't say shit to him because all he's going to do is run to his mama. Now he got a wife and the, and the baby, and they were fine. And then Tyler started writing again, and she, he put back in the, the the mama's boy element, and she left him. His wife left him. Yeah, that's how the show ended. I watched the ending. You know what I'm saying? She left him because he went back to being the mama's boy, but that was who he already was. Right. The writers just took it out and had him all of a sudden developing, you know, I'm not a mama's boy no more. Let's be honest. That shit is not going to happen overnight. That's true. Like, they made it seem like overnight, we're watching, like, the Cosbys. And he was like, I didn't want the Cosbys. I wanted all of these people to deal with something because in real life, everybody deals with something. Right. So for him to be like, all right, I don't want the writers on part of this because y'all taking it way left field. I don't want it to go left. I wanted to stay right where it was at. I wanted you to see these people and figure out how to live and cope with these dramas. 
Right, see. Because if all of a sudden, sudden, tomorrow, oh, you just got a promotion from your job, you're moving out. Okay, well. <laughs> right, there's no, I understand what you're saying, there's no development in his characters. My problem, my, my problem is, and that's why I was trying to find the, the, uh, the connection, or, I mean, the, the difference. So it's like, you have Tyler Perry, and, um, and I know where he's trying to go with his stories. But the thing is, like, when he puts the movie out, the presentation of it. Oh, yeah. That's my problem. You don't know it's hit. But, like, even like I was saying with Spike, Spike's like, Spike's great. But Spike's biggest thing is, you're going to do it the way I told you, and that's it. Right. But here's the I'm thing not, about I'm not that. I'm you no insight. Right. And I like that. But now, the thing is. Now, now when my movies, when, I, when I'm done putting out my movie the way I wanted to do it. Yeah. Now you can give me some critique for my next movie so I can know how to do that different. But as far as this one, I don't even care if you got a problem with your character. I told you to do your character this way. Where Robert Townsend was great at, Robert would actually let the people be like, hey, you know, I think my character should try this. And he'd be like, right. I'll think about it. I'm going to come back to you. And then he might come back to you later and be like, yeah, we, we're just going to keep the character this way. Or, you know what? I think JT might do that. Go ahead and do it. Right. But I don't know if you noticed this, like when, when uh, Spike Lee, because I watched this documentary on Spike Lee, they every person said the exact same thing, and I and I caught that in this in, the, in what they were saying. They all said the same thing. They said Spike Lee would come up to him and say this outrageous, like really artsy thing that he wants to put in the movie, and they would say, "Well, that's not gonna work." But then that would be the one thing that everybody wanted to talk about in the movie. So you remember in the movie, um, uh, she's got to have it. Yeah. Okay, remember how the movie's in black and white? Mm-hmm. But right smack in the center of the movie, it just turns into a musical. And it was in color. But then come to find out that Spike Lee was into like musicals and stuff like that. And that's why he wanted to film it, and that's why he wanted to do it that way. And that's one thing that whenever I watch the movie, I always, I always think about that one scene. Because it was like, it came out of nowhere. Like, it was just boom. And then when you look at the movie... um, uh. Yeah, I don't know if you noticed, but like in a lot of his movies, he does that thing where it's like there's stuff going on in the background, but it's just the person's face. And it's like it seems like they're moving, but everything else is going on around them. But it's like you're only there with that character. So like move, move, remember the movie uh, uh, Crooklyn? You remember? I was going to say Crooklyn, um, when, he, when she was with her parents, everything yeah. kind of looked... No wide view and everything else. Right. When she went to visit her cousin in the south, everybody thinned up and shit. And everything looked like, like the angles was just like, like I would say fish eye. I don't know what it was, but he's like, everybody was just like length lengthwise. Right. Like it shrunk widthwise and stretched less lift. And then she went back home. It went back to being that wide view. Like it showed like her perception of things when she was gone. But the scene in there I was talking about is the part where. Oh, she ran with the bat? With the bat, yes. So you know exactly what I'm talking about. So it's like, she's like, what? Sniffing glue? What? Come on. And she has the bat. And you. it seems like she's moving like on a roller. But it's like, this an intensity in that scene. It was like, oh, you messing with my brother. I'm going to get you. And then when she hit him, and he's like, okay. They did the exact same thing behind him. But I was like, dude, they did the exact same thing in uh, the movie uh, Do the Right Thing. Yeah. I was like, this guy's a genius. I love this guy. This guy's a genius. And... I'm sorry, but I didn't know who Kerry Washington was until I saw that movie, uh, She Hate Me. Have you seen She Hate Me? I don't remember She Hates Me. She uh, Hate Me Kerry, is... Kerry Washington, that one movie with her, it was like her and two other girls. Bruh, why She Hate Me? And She Hate Me... <laughs> and She Hate Me... Let me get this out. In the movie She Hates Me, um, the guy that plays Falcon... Anthony Anthony uh, 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 Mackie, he plays a guy who gets 16 lesbians pregnant. Whoa. Bruh, watch the movie. And his ex-girlfriend, was well, actually supposed to be his ex-wife, is uh, Kerry Washington. And he walks in on Kerry Washington cheating on him with, another, with, with, with a lesbian. But watch the movie. Why, I'm telling you, it's worth watching. Okay. Now, I'm not just saying that because it has sex in it and Carrie Washington is amazing. But I'm saying it because the, once you get past the sex stuff, okay, the story itself. <laughs> yes, you can. <laughs> once you get past the sex stuff, the story itself is like, you know what? Our song. That's what it's called. 
Our song. Our song. Kay Washington was in this movie called Our Song. Our Come Song, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's when I first knew about her. Wait, it was your go, right? Yeah, I did Spike. Oh, you did Spike. Okay. Um, oh, I don't forget her name. Oh, I feel like a piece of crap right now. Mad- Madam C.J. Walker. I don't know how I forgot her name. Jesus, man. What? Hey, Madam CJ? Yeah. <laughs> God damn. Fucked up your head, son. Wait, why? No, go ahead. Wait, what'd you want to say? How do you forget Madam CJ Walker? I have no idea how I forgot that. Man. Cheap. <laughs> oh, man. But at, at, everything that she did pretty much stands for itself. So I, I don't think there's anything I can say about her. No. Just by mentioning her name, uh, women are just like, oh, yeah, we know. <laughs> we know. And I bet, I bet you when I put the picture up, they're going to be like. I'm going to hurt your feelings with this one, but this man morphed my childhood. Who? Like, without him, Summers would have been boring. Lonnie Johnson. Wait, who? Lonnie Johnson. Lonnie Johnson. Look it up. Lonnie Johnson. Why'd you pick him? He's the man who created Super Suckers. Summers would be boring as hell without him. All oh. the Morgan fights we used to have around the Oh. Lonnie Johnson. Actually, I don't know if you actually wanted to pick him or you just trying to one-up me because I said... <laughs> no, I already had him. Lonnie Johnson. That's why I said I had to think of one of his names. What number was I that? It was Johnson. That was four. Now we're on five. You're on five. It's the last one for you. You took my number one. How? My number one was Spike. Come on with another one. Or I'll go. I'll, you want to take Spike back? Just say Spike. I'll come over with two. No, no. You go ahead. And no, I'll, no, I'll no. come over with two more. You, you want Spike? Go ahead and say Spike. No, we and we just spent so much say time Spike. on Spike. Go ahead and say Spike. I'll come over with two. I can't because you know what I'm going to do? What? I, I'm I'm a, I'm putting number one. I wasn't gonna put him on the list because, you know, we we, we in the corny gang, baby, corny gang. You know the corny do gang. Do not do it. What? Do not. Wait, do it. Who you think I'm about to say? Do not. Do it. Will Smith. Oh, okay. God, thought you were gonna say the other corny motherfucker. Wait, who? There's not that many of us in the corny gang. That's black. He wears a turban. Oh no, man! I'm <laughs> so say do not do it. Did, that dude, I've never met somebody in my life that shot himself in the foot that many times. That guy, <laughs> but no, Will Smith, man, because I, I respected Will Smith. You, you, you know what I'm about to say? What? The scene from uh, uh, Fresh oh, Prince. Oh, with him and Jada? No, 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 Fresh Prince. Oh. We come off the field. The the tears. I'm like, why she don't want me, man? Why he don't want me, man? Or give me the gun, Carlton. Dude, I want the gun. Give me the gun. I saved your life. I saved your life. I want the gun, man. Give it to me. Now, here's the thing. It's not just the fact that he can act. Okay, and I love his rap. His rap music, like literally, that's that's the reason why I'm so corny now. Because of Will Smith. I'm like, I'm not going to cuss, man. Will Smith wouldn't allow me to do that. That man, that man is the pinnacle. Okay? But once you get, once, you just listen to him talk. And it seems like he's discovering new things about himself and the world every day. Him, him, Jada, remember his whole family. Him, Jada, you listen to any, Jaden, you listen to any one of them speak and any one of them talk, you just like, like, what are y'all, the Buddha? What, where do y'all come from? Like, what is this? Yeah. Now, I could use you know, my last one. I could really just say some far-fetched stuff. You know? But I'm going to keep it real. Like, the man who just makes me believe that I can accomplish anything, like, above all else. Barack Obama. Jamie Foxx. Oh, yeah. Because he sings. He acts. acts. He dances. He dances. He dances. It throws hella parties. Now, anybody knows me, I like to party. I love to sing. Only difference is, I'm, I'm not really, like, in the comedy, but I tell a lot of good jokes. And uh, I rap, 
But I'm, I feel as if I don't have to get just stuck in this one bubble. And Jamie made me believe in, all right, look, I don't have to just do this one thing. I can do it all and be successful at it. Jamie Foxx. You know, what I, you know what I realized about Jamie Foxx? Every time I see someone else talk about Jamie Foxx, I discover something new about Jamie Foxx. Like, every time. Like, like when they were, like, the fact that his name, Jamie Foxx, wasn't even, it's not yeah, even his real name. Yeah, unisex name, because they, they, they wouldn't let him, uh, 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 Eric. My name is Eric. Eric what? Eric, uh, shoot. I mean, it really doesn't matter, but it's just, uh, I'm like, dude, I, like, literally, like, I, every time someone talks about him, I discover something new about that person. Oh, Eric Marlon Bishop. Eric Marlon Bishop. That's his whole name, Eric Marlon Bishop. Dude, that's like uh, that's like what I just discovered recently about uh, well it's not what one recent, but they keep bringing it back up again. But Martin Lawrence, where he was born. Marlon was born in Germany. Nah, that's cool. My cousin Fast was born in Germany. And uh, they came up uh because of the you know Martin Lawrence is back out again, but it's like. You know what? This is a different topic. I don't know why I didn't bring this up either. But you ever notice, like, like comedians in general, not just black, but all comedians, like a lot of like good comedians. All right, this might be a segue, but after you get done, I wait till you done. Go ahead. Okay, but I'm gonna say this real quick. So, comedians, good comedians, have you ever noticed, like, in their personal life, they seem like. They're really reserved and they're and they're really like like taken aback by people. Like they're not, yeah, they're and they're really quiet and just like you know I don't want really, you know. Yeah, they're most mostly introverts. Right, dude. It's so like I. I mean, it's the same with musicians. Like, uh, I'm introverted as shit. It's really funny because like I I prefer to stay in the house and just chill out. That's what I'm saying. But I'm probably the most people you would think I'm the most people person there. I. I I don't mind people, but I, I prefer to say house. I don't really want to go nowhere. Right, so you know, you know exactly what, what how I feel and what I'm getting at because it's like there's people that will say, oh, Carson, you're very outgoing, but I'm happy being alone. If I was alone, I'm good. I'm all right. I'm fine. They're like, you go to the movies alone? All the time. You just sit in the house alone and do nothing? Yep. Right. Literally nothing. I'll just sit there. Just silence. Like nothing. What were you, what were you about to segue to, though? <laughs> Top three comedians. Like my favorite or yeah, like your, the greatest? Personal favorite three. Oh, my personal favorite three. Okay. Uh number one, Dave Chappelle. Uh number two, John Mulaney. Okay. And um uh number three, um uh Bernie Mac. Alright. The only reason Bernie Mac is number three and my favorite is because he, the time that he passed away. If he was still alive, he would have been number one. Because he didn't have a, he didn't have a chance to push his, his art more. I heard you, little motherfucker. I want to hear again. You say what? <laughs> say me, I can't tell you. <laughs> <coughs> oh, bust you to the white meat show, you little motherfucker. You God. Oh, his show. Oh, my God. His show was so good. All right. So. That's a good list, though. So, who are your top three? Mine? Uh, probably going to get bashed on the internet for this one. But oh, well. Um, my number one. Oops. Drop something. My number one is Bernie Mac. I always thought Bernie Mac was the most funniest person ever. Why would you get bad for that? Bernie Mac's amazing. I just always thought he was the funniest person ever. Uh, my number two is uh, Andy Murphy. I can watch Raw all day. Why would you get bad for that? You know, my last one's one probably people get mad at because I really didn't like his stand up. But the shit he was in, I always couldn't stop laughing at him. Like, he was just funny. Robin Williams. Why would you get bashed for that? Because most people would be like, you just said top three stand-up, and I really didn't like his stand-ups. I just but, thought he was funny as shit. But here's the thing, though. Robin Williams used the ad-lib a lot. 
Yeah. And he used to write his own stuff in the stuff he was in. So technically, you still watch the stand-up. Now, we going strictly stand-up. <laughs> My third actually be uh, shit, Jamie Foxx. I can watch Foxhole over and over again. You know what? To this day, I still haven't seen that. Well, fully through. What? Yeah, I've seen like 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 bits and pieces of Especially it. Especially when you're talking about his parents having sex. That was hilarious. I thought Dude, you would love bits that and pieces. Huh? This, this Did you see the one where you were talking about his parents having sex? <laughs> yeah, why would I love that? We're... <laughs> Cause he said his pastor. He said his daddy was a pastor, and he said my dad was sitting there, you know, with my mom, and he was, he was like he was preaching. He's like he's like, I said Jessica, Jessica, won't you take your left leg and wrap it right around here? Oh yeah, I said Jessica. Uh, take your right leg and wrap it right around here. Now I don't know how you feel about it, but I think it feels alright. Now I want you to come, and I'm gonna, I'm gonna, ooh, I'm gonna come too. I said I'm coming. I said I'm coming. <laughs> Said I'm coming. Oh yeah. Ooh. Like I said, I would. <laughs> Everything is alright. It's alright. It's alright. It's alright. It's alright. It's alright. He was like, it's alright. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? I don't think we can follow anything behind that. So we're going to go ahead and we're going to end here. But as always, anywhere you see Chuck Jordan's name, make sure you click it, like it, drop a line. But what? I just dropped drop a song on SoundCloud. Go check it out. Drop Chuck a, Jordan. Drop Ooh. a line. If I, say, if I say drop a line, it's not, I'm not saying like, like do a line, like right? I'm just saying just drop a line, like say something. Anyway, anywhere you see Ronald Tom, make sure you subscribe, hit the like button. We want to hear from you, especially my four fans out there. Hey, guys, I love you guys. All right. And as always, remember, there's only two sexual positions. If you can pick up what I'm putting down around the time, Charlie Brown, because it's true. It's true. It's true. It's only two. That's it. You, that's it. I'm right. 100% right. There's, there's only two. Only two. That's it.